Hey, everybody. Professor here. Before we get started with today's show, we want to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam is an interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. Say you're sitting around with your friends at a kickback, at a party, or even in the car on a road trip, and you want to play some music to really get the conversation and, and, and get things moving between you and your buddies or your family. Nothing like Pick a Jam to get that started. What you do is you pick a card, you look at the card, you read what's on the card. And you play a song associated with what the card tells you to say. So let, let's look at the card real quick. It says, you never get tired of. So this would be a song that I would never get tired of. And a song that I never get tired of is Shawn Michaels' theme song. Because I think I'm cute and I know I'm sexy. But there's so many different songs, interest themes that would go along with the prompts on the card. Which is why Pick a Jam is one of my favorite games to play with my friends and my family. So if you go to the link tree in my bio on my social medias and all of that stuff. If you go there and you click and you go to pickajam.com, right? You put in the promo code be great, you'll get 10% off your purchase and free shipping. And we're basically giving it away at that point, man. It is a great game. It's awesome to play with your friends and family. Pick a jam is an official sponsor of the pay window with Profit Sloan and we urge you to go and check them out. Now enjoy the show. Night we will acknowledge championship reign by Roman Reigns to look at how it all began with a terrible match. We watched Roman Reigns versus The Fiend versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship at Payback 2020. Let's uh, stuff some envelopes, folks. Distracted right now because I'm watching this Intercontinental Championship match and it is breaking down. Oh, Guta with the roll up in the wind. How's about it? Wow, wow, wow. Oh, there's a podcast going on. Welcome into your pay window. I am your intrepid traveler, also your host, Professor Dick Harris, live from Harrison Studios, aka uh, my guest. Uh, we're having a wonderful time and we're glad that you are here with us to uh talk about this match now my podcast partner and i kind of differ on how we feel about this match and we'll be talking about that in just a second but just a little housekeeping of course this podcast is sponsored by pick a jam the interactive music card game that lets cards be the dj you can pick up your pick a jam pack at pickajam.com, you can go to the link tree in my bio on all of my socials and go to the website and use the promo code BEGREAT for 10% off of your purchase. And we're also going to play a game of Pick a Jam with our guest tonight. Say the secret word and the ducks come down. It's going to be an exciting time for all. Speaking of my podcast partner, let's go ahead and bring it in right now. He's a recent graduate. He has a hammock. And uh, he's wrong about this match. We're going to talk about it with my boy, Susio Sloan 217, a.k.a. Sloan Kettering, a.k.a. Lewis Rich, like the turkey bacon. Sloan, what is up, my man? You know, uh, you called me earlier. I was relaxing in my hammock, playing some music outdoors. Just, like you were just wearing living. a bib. Uh, well, you know, I'm a large guy, and I, I have sleeveless T-shirts, so... 
I cut I cut the shoulders out because I have nice shoulders. Look like a bib. It looked like a bib. It I, it, sometimes it looked like it was tied up in the back. It looked like a bib. I draw inspiration from Keith Lee a lot. So he doesn't wear bibs. What are you talking about? You draw inspiration from Keith Lee. Keith Lee don't wear bibs. What are you doing? You saying that when he goes out to eat, he puts a bib on, like one of them lobster bibs he put in I like eighty six. I don't know what the man wear. I don't know what the man wears, but I know this: when he goes to the ring, it's just a little piece of cotton that holds on his his shirt connecting. Touch the feel, the feel. Of cotton, the magic of our lives. Yes, absolutely. So you kids don't know nothing about that. That's that that's that ages us. Our our guest doesn't know anything about that because she was talking. To, I was talking about how I used to watch Raw and Nitro, and she's like, "Yeah, my mama used to do that all the time." I was like, "Oh man, what? Oh god, oh, oh god, not another one." Forty three in a month. How's I'll be thirty nine at the end of this summer. You, well, you shut up, okay? You're not even forty yet. This is... I'm almost for it. I'm almost oh, there. Horseshoes and hand grenades, my friend. So, Sloan, tonight we're going to talk about the magnum opus that was Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus The Fiend at Payback 2020 back in August of 2020 when we were all still confused as heck about what our lives were going to be over the next couple of God knows how long. Like, you know, 2020 was a weird time for professional wrestling because mm-hmm. of the pandemic and because people couldn't gather in large you know, groups. So this was the Thunderdome era, though, and we were talking before about how we missed the Thunderdome era. Well, not the pandemic part of it, but the part where they had the video screens in the audience and it just looked really cool. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I liked the Thunderdome and I know that you did, too, correct? I thoroughly enjoyed the Thunderdome, and especially because it was more storytelling, and you had to be. It was more entertaining than what it was wrestling. And Thunderdome was where we fell in love with a young tribal chief. Yes, I remember. I wasn't watching wrestling a whole bunch at this time because of everything that was going on, but I do remember being intrigued by this because Roman Reigns had come back. You know, he took time off because of leukemia and all that. He had come back, and now he was back with Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. Heyman was now the special counsel for Roman Reigns, and this signified only one thing, and and it's something that we had all been waiting for for years the Roman Reigns heel turn. And boy, was this a great beginning for that because now ever since he did it, he's been world champion. Hadn't lost the belt since. Thousand days. Long time. And we're going to talk about this match with our guest. Uh, She's a wrestling promoter. She does some other things. And according to her pinned tweet on Twitter, that thing was thanging one day. Our guest, one, the only... Suzette Victoria. Suzette, how are you, my dear? Hola, I'm great. Hola, como estas? <laughs> I've been doing my Duolingo, boo boo. He comes with the 184 Duolingo. days straight. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> great, 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 great. So, 
Hola, donde esta es la biblioteca? That's all I know. Where is yeah. the library? That's that was my that was my high school. I sit there and embarrass myself like that. You know. Uh, omelette du fromage. That was French. I'm sorry. So that was what eggs, uh, omelette cheese, with cheese, omelette with cheese. See, Lisa Bonet. I know French. So we in it. My name Suzanne. is French, but I don't. I don't know it. You do. I try. French. It's okay. It's okay. You got it's it's all good. What 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 is happening? I'm sorry I'm distracted because I'm watching Gunther. And we all have a love for Gunther. Gunta. Gunta. Uh we were just uh talking about that a little while ago. I know Suzette is a big fan of Gunther, Gunther, Gunta. Yeah. It. So, okay. What were you saying? No, I was saying the way you pronounce it, it just depends on the mood. Oh yeah, it's just yeah, that it's, it's the mood thing, you know. If you're chilling, it's like it's Gunther, you know. If yeah. You really feel the fire, it's Gunta. It all depends on the girl. Some, girl. You like Because <laughs> if Samantha Irvin is is doing it, it's Gunta. Right. I love Samantha. Chelsea I Green. I love her. <laughs> She's I love so Samantha. I love how she um, announces each member of Imperium different. She kind of caters to each person's style, and then you know, she doesn't say everyone's name the same. I kind of like it. Absolutely, you love it, love it. So, Suzette, before we get into this match, which uh, I know we would love to do like immediately, uh, we're gonna play a little game. Now, this is a game called Pick a Jam. I don't think you've heard of. You may have heard me talk about it a little while ago while you were in the green room. But Pick a Jam is an interactive music card game that lets the cards be the DJ. All you have to do is pick a card. There's a prompt on the card that helps you to pick an artist or a song. Right now, we will be playing the artist edition of Pick a Jam. There are three different versions. There's the artist edition, there's the original, and then there's the kids version. You can pick up all three at pickajam.com. So I'm going to pick a card, and then we are going to pick a musician that goes along with the prompt on the card and maybe think of a song or two by that musician. Okay? Sarai? Sarai. I'll try my best. A musician with a one-word name. Prince. See, it's so easy. So easy. <laughs> of course, that's the first one that pops into your head is Prince. Now, for me, I would go Prince as well, but if but just to be contrarian and go away from Prince, I'm gonna say Queen. So I like okay. Queen. Queen's pretty good, you know, just some good stuff. You know, Bohemian Rhapsody and all that jazz. Of course, with okay. Prince, you go down the list, right? Little Red Corvette, Purple Rain, uh, uh, Darling Nikki. We we can go on and on with all these songs. P Control. We ain't really talk about that one on this podcast because it's a Prince <laughs> podcast. But so, but I remember college, so there's that. Sloan, an artist with a one word name. What you got? Does Jay Z count? Because it's hyphened. <laughs> it is hyphened though. I. I you just had to be difficult, huh? Yep. Does Jay Z count? I guess because it, it is. You said Nas. It, it, I, don't, you I, don't, I don't listen to Nas. Why not? He be trying to educate you. <laughs> so how do you feel about Eminem? I didn't come here for education. I came here for the thugness to you live my dreams here. through you. You just got a degree. Just yeah, got a degree, now. but you didn't come here for education. 20 years ago, I wasn't caring about a degree. I was trying to be a thug. 
I'm reformed now. Look at God. Like I feel that. No, like Joel Santana said, I'm a changed man. Look at the do, range, man. Do I got not, a whole new game plan. Do not encourage this foolishness, Suzette. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> encourage that. I'm not, I wasn't looking for an education. I'm not years. saying I agree. I just say I understand. That's all I need is somebody to understand me. What I need from escape. Another one word name. Uh, Boom. So, Wait, was that escape understanding? Yep. So okay, I almost said it was SWV. Does SWV count? If no. Jay Z count, then SWV should count. No, it's Jay Z. Well, it's an acronym for Sister with Voices. So you know what? I don't need that from you. Yeah, that don't count. Like I, I supported you in your Jay Z thing, but now I you support want... you. I support you with SWV. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You just what does the Z stand for? Mm. That's a great question. What does the J stand for? His name is Sean Carter. Hmm. I don't know. Questions that need answered. Look at that. See, we're gonna turn this into a music podcast. I think his name was like Jazzy at first or something. Ugh. I'm so mm. glad he changed it. That's, ter- that's terrible. Jazzy. Can you imagine if that now we were like, yo, man, Jazzy's one of the greatest of all time. You heard that new Jazzy? It just feels wrong. I know the show is getting good, but we want to take a quick time out to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. So Pick a Jam is this interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. You know, it's sometimes when I'm hanging out with my family family, or when I'm chilling with Sloan, it's hard for us to figure out who's going to get control of the stereo, who's going to get control of the music. So we'll pull out a deck of Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam right here. Right, so what you do is you take a card, and then depending on what's on the card, you play a song that's associated with the prompt. Let's pick a card right now. And it said, with a number in the title. Wow. That is, uh, uh, you know, I, what I would think of, Big E's theme song, three and enough, man, I need five. Now, we, uh, he doesn't use it anymore, but it's still one of my favorite interest themes ever, and I still play it all the time, and I think it's still available on streaming services. So... Things like that are, are what really get the conversation started and you tell stories that go along with it. And I just kind of told a story right there about how I used to love that theme song and you listen to it all the time still now. And that's how conversations get started. That's how fun gets started between you and your family and friends. And it's all because of Pick a Jam. So if you go to the link in my bios and all of my social medias and stuff, and that link tree is a link to the Pick a Jam website, or you could just go to Pick a Jam. Dot com. You go there, you order your deck, and if you or, if you use the promo code Be Great, all one word, you get ten percent off of your purchase. You really can't beat that at all. So make sure you go check out our friends at Pick a Jam, an official sponsor of the Pay Window with Prof and Sloan. Now let's get back to the show. And you know what else feels wrong? This match. So Payback twenty twenty. No, it's okay. Let's get into it. Payback twenty twenty. <laughs> This is where we are. This is where we are right now. You had Reigns versus Strowman versus The Fiend. Payback 2020. Now, going into this match, Roman Reigns refused to sign the contract. Just wasn't going to do it. So when Payback came around, they went ahead and started the match, and it was just Fiend and Strowman. Fiend, now, I'm going to get letters. I'm going to get hate mail for this. 
But I've said this on the podcast before. I said it when we talked about The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. I'm doubling down. Not a big Fiend fan. Bray Wyatt, love him. Wyndham, love him. Great. Fiend, eh, I can do without. I just can't. I can't get into it. I cannot get into it. I wish I could. I know there are a lot of people who love The Fiend. I ain't one of them. I just can't. Sloan, Fiend, yay or nay? Eh or eh? Yeah. Eh, eh, I mean, eh, gosh, um, gosh, guys, yeah, I'm not really feeling Bray Wyatt to begin with now, it feels like the last, since 2020, the last three years, it's kind of been like mid, especially with him coming back, he's been mid, Uh, he hasn't been on TV in months, and yeah, I'm I'm okay with Bray and all of his personalities. Suzette? I mean, I'm not going to buy a ticket just to, because I want to see The Fiend. You know, like, I'm not going to I'm not going to stop what I'm doing to tune in because The Fiend is on TV, you know, but mm. I'm, not a, I'm not against it. It's cool or whatever. It's just, I wasn't watching that heavy during that time, to be honest, so you know, it wasn't necessarily enough to draw me in, but I'm not going to, I don't want it to take away from his character and his work. So the mask is sick though, but yeah, <laughs> I think we can all agree that the mask is dope. Like we, I, I can understand why people would be into the fiend. I can get it. Like, yeah. you know how you were like, I didn't say that I proved that I understand or I agree that I understand. I don't necessarily agree. like the fiend as a gimmick. But I understand why it would be something that gets over. I can understand right, why no right, it sells. Like it. You know, it has it has its audience. Yeah. I'm not in it. And that's okay. Because there are a lot of people who are. I am in the minority on this one, as usual. That's okay. You don't live with it. So we start out with the fiend. He comes to the ring and gets attacked by Braun Strowman before he can even finish with the whole and, I, and by the way. The new the fiend theme song. I like the little metal version of it. I like that a lot. Um, but Strowman comes in and attacks him out of nowhere, sneaks up behind him. It is the most stealth that Braun Strowman has ever been before in his life. There's no way that this big old dude is sneaking up on anybody. Nobody. Because not only is he like big, but he's also kind of lunky. So it's like he's not sneaking up on nobody, but he snuck up on the fiend. And attacked him at the beginning of this match. And they just, I mean, I'm sorry. Y'all, I'm sorry. And we all sat here and watched this match together. We sat here and watched the match together before we started recording the podcast. And we all agreed. We don't care. It was the old, the, the famous uh, Stephen A. Smith meme. I'm telling you right now, we don't care. We don't care. We didn't care. Like, it's. A lot of action going on, but we just did not. Care. It was a decent match. Now that I watched it again, yeah. I was. It's not like it was Seth Rollins versus the Fiend. This was actually a competitive match, and then all hell broke loose. And here, here's my problem: if you're using that as your barometer, if you're using Seth versus the Fiend as your barometer. It's not really fair. Because that was terrible. It's not the worst Fiend match I've seen. 
Wait, again. What made it terrible. What made it terrible? What this match? No, like yeah, not to go off topic, but Seth Rollins and the Fiend. Oh, Seth Rollins and the Fiend. It was just it was so chaotic. It was just everywhere. There was no like continuity. Uh, mm-hmm. That went along with the match. So it was hard. The to man follow. got disqualified for causing too much damage in a, in a un- hell in a cell match. Like, how does that happen? It just is. Yeah. I was confused by this match, completely confused. And I don't like this match. And I know Sloan was like, you know, going back and rewatching it. It wasn't a bad match. I can give you that. It's not that it was a bad match, but it wasn't something that held your that held your interest. Right. Like, it was a short match. Watching Gunter or Gunta, whatever. It was a 10-minute match of big, meaty men slapping meat. Y'all already know I like to watch the big, meaty men slap the meats in the it, wrestling. So I was it, captivated. It was a match that was full of sound and fury signifying nothing. That's but what it was. Because we all knew, were thinking this. Where's Roman? Exactly. That was my question. That's the point, Sloan. The reason why this match falls short for me is because it was 10, 10, 12 minutes of blah, I don't care what y'all do, where's the other guy? And then the other guy comes in and then and I'm intrigued. Watching it. Yeah. They, they imploded the whole ring. I oh still God. didn't care. Yeah, Seen it before. You're no Mark Henry Big Show. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, didn't Brock, it, that happen with Brock and Big Show? Like it OC, did. But to like, I, think I was watching it. So I was like, oh. And, this was and the, the ref sold way better. So. The, the ref was like. Yeah. And then <laughs> he, did, he did like the whitest Harlem shake I've ever seen. <laughs> and then flipped out the ring. I was like, yo, you didn't need to do all that. And yet he did. And yet he did. I don't even think the ref fell in that original, like with Brock. And I think he just did like a crazy jump or something. I don't know. Everybody was falling out the ring, man. It felt like natural. Roman fell out of the ring. But Roman, he came down the ring real cool. Like, yeah, it's over for you suckers. I mean, Jack. it's he, he basically acted like he had the money in the bank contract. Yeah, he, he basically did. Because he signed the contract at the top of the ring. I didn't even know you could do that. Essentially, it was. Know you could do that. he came and they were all good and tired and they beat themselves up. So, I mean, it was kind of the same the same effect. It's like we were, I guess, expecting him to come I mean, out. he did three minutes worth of work and walked out. As the champion. That's kind of how my wife feels. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, can we... Why can't anybody else do this though? Like we have triple threat matches all the time. Why everybody ain't just signing the contract at the top of the ramp in the middle of the match? Like why can't we do that? Roman Reigns did it. I mean, you can do it. You just didn't know that you couldn't do it. I didn't know I couldn't do that. That's that's that is wild. That's weird, wild stuff. And yet here we are. Roman Reigns signs the contract at the beginning, at the top of the ramp, comes down. Now, this match was just beyond belief to me anyway because it wasn't even five minutes into the match. The Fiend hits Braun Strowman with Sister Abigail and he kicks out like immediately. So that just 
he that no sells the finisher takes away from it off the top like it takes away you know i understand that braun Strowman was supposed to Strowman was supposed to be looking at this big strong guy this marauder that can take a bunch of punishment but that's Bray. that was one of bray wyatt's like main moves and it was used as a setup right that's when he does it again it just won't matter as much just, it, it, who cares like who cares yeah. at that point that was my whole thing about this match is that it was a very large portion of i don't care and then three minutes of oh okay i'm into it now well at that point that was the setup because he was using the manacle claws as finisher and i get that but that's still kind of it still kind of took it away from me because if you know the lore of Bray Wyatt before the mandible claw even came into play sister Abigail was the move and even though the mandible claw was how he finished people off for the most part he would still use sister Abigail to win matches so Braun Strowman kicking out of it kind of lost me kind of lost me there so I don't uh I just I couldn't get into it. I'm sorry. I'm sure it was a great match. I watched it with y'all. It was a great match. It was a cool match. I couldn't get into it. It's just I was I did not care. It wasn't your cup of tea, but it was my shot of Hennessy. You know that's one of the things I love to say. I I feel you. It wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't my cup of tea, but it was my shot of adrenaline. I I get I get where you're going. Uh, So Roman Reigns, Thousand Days as champion, starts right here in this match. As he comes down, hits people with chairs, uh, pins Roman Reigns, gets the I mean, excuse me, Roman Reigns pins Braun Strowman, gets the one, two, three, is the new universal champion, and basically Braun Strowman and the fiend from that moment on, like real talk, weren't really heard from again for a long time. Yeah. And Roman buried them. Yeah, effectively buried them. And, uh, Smash them, stack them, pin them. That's it. And that's what he did. He left a lot of people in his wake, man, uh, during his reign as Universal Champion and then WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and now just that, now just Universal Champion again. So is he we, like the Ultra Universal Heavyweight in distant like Galaxy Champion? Now? Something like that. I mean, it's something, <laughs> some kind of new inventive way of calling him a champion, and that's totally fine. Um. So let's look back at the thousand day. What is your favorite Roman Reigns championship match? Which was your favorite? Who? I won't go with you, Sloan. What was your favorite Roman Reigns championship match? Well, I was at WrestleMania in Tampa and Dallas. I guess I would say the one in Dallas against Brock to unify the titles. That was my favorite. Okay, so you were there for that one, and that was very exciting uh, against Brock to unify those championships. I still, you know, nothing's gonna top Brock uh, flipping over the ring with a, a bulldozer with a tractor. I mean, that's that just, was really good. I mean, that's just that's just cool, man. Like, come on, that's just dope. Um, Suzette, what is your favorite Roman Reigns championship match? <sighs> I think I'm a little biased because, like I said, I wasn't watching it then too much. But I guess since it's a little more fresh in my mind, I would have to say this past mania. I mean, Magic I think Cody. 
Yeah, because I mean, the whole finish the story and, you know, people thinking it was going to be predictable and then like seeing everybody's face in the crowd when, you know, it was, you know, I don't know. It, I, I just, it was the most exciting to me, at least. I can understand that. Uh, were, were you at that one? I was, yeah. Yeah, you were there. So you got the chance to see it. See, that's two championship matches that y'all were actually in the in the house for. I can't say yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's a- why we're a little biased. It's, you know. I'm, I'm the only one that in. Yeah. I was at the Tampa match with him, Daniel Bryan, and Edge. And smash that campaign. So there you go. Like, I get it. I <clears throat> Anybody who listens to this podcast already knows that my favorite would probably be Jay Uso and Roman Reigns from Hell in a uh-huh. Cell of that same year. Uh, but since we've already talked about this match on this podcast and Everybody already knows that. I'm going to pick a different one, uh, and it's going to be the one before that where he beat up Jey Uso. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> don't hurt me, Jay. Uh, actually, it would probably be Clash of the Castle. Um, I just think that was a really fun match from top to bottom. Uh, the, uh, the European crowds for wrestling are just absolutely amazing. And Sloan, you know this. I was just in the UK yeah, about a month or so It's just so great man and they are just, they really pour everything mm-hmm. into they're very appreciative the of the product yeah. i will say 100 percent. so getting to see that and hearing their reactions to everything during that match was it, it was it was something special man and again and we got was, yeah and then you had solo the debut of solo uh helping him retain the championship it's just it's great. So I, I, that would probably be my favorite one. But there have been so many memorable moments and so many great championship matches during the thousand day reign of the tribal chief. And we're talking about Roman Reigns, not you, Sloan. If you follow Sloan on Twitter, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. We're talking about you. We're talking about <laughs> Roman. But it, it it was it's been great to watch these thousand days and. Let's see where it goes from here because you know we're 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 wondering because uh, we now we get word that Cody is going to be facing Brock at SummerSlam when the thought was maybe he's going to face Roman at SummerSlam to try to finish the story, and yeah. there's a good chance that Roman is going to be champion for another year. So this is legit and epic. I'm okay role. with that though. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. I. <laughs> At this point, let him keep it another two years. This point, as long let him as go ahead and be host. As long as it makes sense, he only he's only got to be what two hundred and something more days to be Hogan. So the ones point, he won't catch is Backlund and Bruno. Oh, that well, that ain't gonna happen. Like Backlund and Bruno ain't gonna happen, and he's, he's already the champion of the modern era. So Hogan, they gonna go ahead and get let it. Well. I don't know because you know how much Vince loved that dude, and but Hogan is Hogan is trouble. I he is, and I agree, and, and I would rather see Roman in that spot than him. It's kind of like the NBA how they're doing with LeBron and the scoring title. You some of these records have to come down for the new generation to be linked to the the historical factor because you got to understand there's some kid that's growing up that's probably six or seven eight years old 
watching LeBron and Roman dominate now. Mm -hmm. And they can be like me. I was a kid watching Ric Flair dominate. Mm -hmm. So now I can be like, yo, when I was a kid, it was Ric Flair. And then like in the 90s, some kid was growing up, no, it was Stone Cold or something like that. They're, he's their generational talent. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I don't disagree with you. Mm. What I'm saying is these are not these are decisions that are made by people in much higher positions than us. And they may look at a Hulk Hogan and say, yeah, we don't want to remove Terry from the record books like that. So let's because it's like John. John Cena didn't want to win 17 world championships because he believed that the 16 time world champion belonged to Ric Flair. And he had reverence for history. You know, as much as there are people who don't like this dude, and I understand because I get it, I get it, and for very good reason. But again, there are people who are in higher positions than us that make those decisions. And they may look at it as, and even Roman may look at it as, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to beat this record because he would have say. He would have the say at this point to be like, I don't want to beat this record, but the guy he just passed, ain't nobody in the E right now that has any problem with putting that dude out of the record book. So just saying, it's where we are. Do I hope he gets it? Yes. 100%. You know what? At this point, go ahead and beat uh, Pedro Morales. He has no choice but to beat Pedro. Yeah. I mean, uh, not Pedro. Um, San Martino. Go ahead and catch San Martino. Go ahead and get him. Stay, stay champion for another three years or so. That's Why not? It makes sense. And, and, and they can. Look. There's a way that they can make that make sense. I don't know how. That's why I'm not in the writer's room. There's a way they can make that make sense. Maybe they made it make sense putting of him in matches that have nothing to do with his championship. And yeah, they can stretch it out like that. But because eventually he's going to have to defend the championship, though. Right? right. Now, and the way I look at it is it's not going to be a thing of where they want to. They're, they want to take the title away from Roman because they feel like it's time where he's getting bored. Roman is going to come to his own conclusion and say, it's time to go to Hollywood. Like, it's time for me to go ahead and start making this bread. It's time for me to start making these movies because he's already started doing it. Like, when you're watching, I was watching a random Netflix movie with David Spade and who pops up? Roman Reigns. Sitting at the bar. Got lines. Talking to some chick. Like, what? <laughs> what is this? And then, of course, he's in the Fast and Furious movies and the dust. I'm like, look, man, go ahead and let, unleash this man on Hollywood. Go ahead and let him do his thing. Seth is already doing it. He's in the new Captain America movies and he's the world champion. I mean, you're already doing it. Well, I'm, I don't work for the WWE, and I'm not. But I, I, I was trying to tie it all in. I mean, you're, you're in movies. It. You're the one I'm, that's in movies. I'm on I'm TV. Not in, I'm not in movies. I'm in. I'm in a Netflix um, special. Oh, you're in a Netflix special. I thought that was a movie. No, it's not a movie. It's a Netflix series. It's a series. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a Netflix series, and you're in. You're in it. See, look at that. He's in a Netflix series. That's the only reason why he wanted to say that because he wanted me to mention that he was in a Netflix series. 
I mean, I also mentioned that you have a nationwide television show that you're a part of. Oh, you mean Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge every Tuesday night from 10, 9 central on in, in on NBC and then streaming next day on Peacock. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I I, I dabble. You yeah. dabble. We're yeah. out here. And Suzette has our own wrestling company. We're, 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 we're out here. You know, we are movers really, and shakers uh, in the industry. The holy trinity of like famous people on the internet. I don't think there's anybody more famous than us right now. I mean, just that is a lie. I mean, you're the tri- you're the tribal chief of TikTok. I am that. I'm not even gonna deny that. Like Roman can eat it. I <laughs> acknowledge me, buddy. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Please don't. Hurt I don't know. Me. I didn't think I was Twitter famous until I met Jordan Grace a couple of weeks ago. She was like, "Oh, I know you. You're Twitter famous," and I was like, Ooh. "See, look at you." I don't know if that's what I want to be. I don't I, want to I, something stupid. I ran I into that. Twitter, oh, famous. Twitter famous. See, people know Sloan. He was at uh, the Royal Rumble, and people was like, oh, you Sloan. I know you. He's well known. And, you know, there are people who recognize me every now and then. They think I'm that guy in the uh, the Halloween t-shirt that's doing these dances on TikTok. That is not me. They think I'm Mark Henry. That is not me. I'm sorry. I'm not these guys. I am me. He is I and I am him. I am me. It's not <laughs> Suzette, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Thank you. Uh, it was a lot of fun watching it. Well, it was fun for y'all watching this match. Me, I could have had a V8. But oh gosh. <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on. Uh, if there's anything that you have to plug, any events that are coming up, any socials that you want to talk about, now is your time. The floor is yours, my dear. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. This was exciting. You know, I didn't know. It's like I wasn't really watching at this time. I don't know what I can really give, but it was fun. You guys made it awesome. Uh, let's see. You can follow me at underscore Suzette V on Twitter, Suzette Victoria on Instagram. Um, we also have at Hit Club Pro on all platforms. Have some things coming up, some content. Um, waiting on a few things to be cleared by some people. Before I can kind of put some things out there. I don't want to say too much, but definitely stay tuned. We're on IWTV and we have a lot coming up. So here we go. Mm, mm, mm. Very nice. Love to hear it. Sloan, if you have anything that you'd like to plug, sir, I know there's a bunch. Floor is yours, my brother. Have at uh, it. You know, Susio Boys podcast. Uh, we also have. The pay window with Prophet Sloan every Tuesday. I mean, every Thursday. Uh, I'm starting shooting Wednesday on The Core, a Netflix series special type thing. Uh, also, I'm going to start doing, uh, I think I'm going to start doing a Susio Sloan smoke session, you know, feeling the vibe, sponsored by the sponsors who sponsor me, you know. So I'm working on a lot of things. Uh, drink water, uh, wash your butt, mind your business. Uh, you know, don't let nobody silence you. Speak up, speak out. I love it. 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 So, Mr. Professor Three One Eight on all social media platforms, NBC's. Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge every Tuesday after America's Got Talent 
10 Eastern, 9 Central on NBC and streaming next day on Peacock. Also, don't forget to check out Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge Best Builds, which is the mini show that goes along with every single episode. You can catch that on Peacock as well and on YouTube the very next day or after the episode debuts on Tuesday. Uh, this week will be a great episode. Make sure you check that out. It's a lot of fun. Hosted, of course, by Rutledge Wood. He's also a judge on the show, along with Hertress Eugene Jr. and Delala Shek. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Again, that's Tuesdays, every Tuesday, after America's Got Talent, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, on NBC, and streaming the next day on Peacock. Uh, thank you to all of my Instagram followers. Uh, we just passed 130,000 followers on Instagram. That is absolutely nuts. And uh, I thank y'all for the love and uh, the support. It really means a lot to me. Uh, you can go to all the link trees in my, you can go to the link tree in all of my bios on my socials and get this shirt right here, the uh, We Rock Together tee, uh, which supports unity in music. And uh, you can go to the link tree. We have, uh, we just put out the uh, the short, the, uh, the sleeveless for men. We also have the tanks for women. We have the long sleeve tees, the baseball tee. Uh, we're working on a couple of other things as well. The hoodie, the sweatshirt is already out there. The hat is out there. Stickers, all that good stuff. Go ahead to the bio and uh, check that out. And also, uh, Pick a Jam, the interactive music card game. Let's cards be the DJ. If you go to my link trees, go to the Pick a Jam website. You can get your own deck of Pick a Jam cards. And for, uh, if you use the promo code Be Great. You get 10% off your purchase, and really, you can't beat that with a bat. I hope you guys do that. I am live every day, every weekday, Monday through Friday on TikTok, twice, sometimes three times a day. Uh, so make sure you check the listings, uh, check the schedule on my socials to win. I will be live there and also go live daily on Instagram. So make sure you check that out. Uh, is there anything that I'm missing? I don't think that there is. And if there is, I'm sure that my wife will listen to this and kill me. Uh, so <laughs> with that being said, we got, oh, wait, hold on. I don't wait, wait, wait. You know, I, I should have just left it the way that it was, uh, just to aggravate Sloan and say, yeah, you, you lost second seat, but no, that's not true. Uh, but thank you, Suzette again, Sloan. Thank you so much, man. I know that we've been off for a couple of weeks because you've been doing stuff. I've been doing stuff, but it's glad to, I'm glad to be back in the saddle again. Oh, also, don't forget to check out the Susio Boys podcast. I know we probably already said that, uh, but make sure you go check out Susio Boys podcast on the Culturally Diverse uh, Broadcast Network. Multimedia. Uh, we're a multimedia company now. Multimedia company. Make sure you check them out. Uh, we're about to start putting out all of our episodes of the pay window on YouTube. Uh, any of the ones that we haven't released as of yet will be released very shortly. Thanks to our guy, Kyle, for uh, working on those podcasts and putting them out there. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's all, folks. Uh, if nobody's told you today, you are loved, you're appreciated, you're important, you're more than enough exactly as you are, and always remember to be great. Make sure to come back next time for another action-packed episode of The Pay Window. Until then, see you next time. Bye. Bye.